0: Wake up West Georgia, it's time for the podcast powered by coffee and Mountain Dew, The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Good morning, West Georgia. Welcome into the Morning Five podcast. Little bit of a uh, a break we've had, but we are back in better than ever. I don't know if we're better than ever, but we're back. It's Monday, November 28th. And as always, today's podcast is brought to you by the Parian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man. I hope I hire a lawyer today, but hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers, with offices in Carrollton and Bremen, personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Billy, how was your Thanksgiving break weekend slash week? Uh, It was great. Uh, I had a great
1: Thanksgiving, and uh, then, you know, Friday we turned around and went down to Early County and and had a great night on Friday. Um, Dude, you missed as much as I know that you enjoyed uh, being able to sit down and watch uh, the England versus uh, US game, it was you missed out. Um, the gating that we did in about or in early county for Bowden was just unreal. And being able to be down there for that game, uh, we'll talk about it a little bit, but good nice. lord,
0: yeah. I definitely want to get your opinion when we get to the scoreboard. Um, because yeah, you had a first hand experience to something that i didn't think was going to happen to be honest with you yeah uh and, and during the game not before the game but during the game um that's awesome man yeah we had a uh, we you know we went over to emily's cousin's house and i won the yearly competition to see who could hold off on eating thanksgiving uh dinner on thursday the longest so i won that one thank you very much i didn't eat till 3 a.m uh so i i won that one and then uh friday we turned around and I paid for somebody's mortgage, probably uh, a waitress's mortgage at uh, Sissy's Trackside Pub uh, because of um, how much my tab was while I was watching the England versus uh, USA game. So, congratulations to that. I had a good weekend. Uh, we set up a lot of Christmas stuff. So, yeah, yeah, it was a good, nice little couple of days off. Billy, today is National French Toast Day. Are you a French Toast oh. fan? God, man, I haven't
1: had French toast in a long time, but give me some French toast any day of the week. I love it.
0: Uh, dude, I'm right there with you. I absolutely love French toast. The kids like the ones you warm up in the microwave. They're just like, they're frozen sticks and throw them in the microwave and they warm up and they're terrible. Right. I made them legit French toast the other day with a brioche bun, soaked it in everything. You know, I made everything homemade. You know, I didn't make the bread homemade, but I made the French toast homemade. They hated it. They wanted the frozen kind again. So, uh, it, yeah, yeah, it, that's, you know, try to go the extra mile to give them better, better food. And, and they hate it. They went the frozen kind. Uh, this past weekend, Billy, UGA downs Georgia Tech 37 to 14. Georgia Tech played much better defense than I expected and hung around a lot longer than I thought they would. I mean, at halftime, this was a game you and I were texting back and forth during this game. Uh, Georgia Tech looks like they're better defensively after they fired their head coach, who was a defensive guru. Um, you know, UGA get the final laugh, but Georgia Tech played pretty well.
1: Yeah, it, it was really good uh, game for Georgia Tech. I was really impressed with what they did. Um, holding Georgia to only 37 points and putting 14 up against them is, is really, really impressive. Um, we'll see how Georgia Tech handles things uh, moving forward. There was – there were – Reports out that they hired Willie Fritz out of Tulane over the weekend. Oh, really? But that is reports. Uh, We haven't seen anything official yet. So, um, that's if if that's the case.
0: I'm still that's that's just kind of a
1: you know hiring for me.
0: And Georgia Tech, uh, their quarterback Jeff Sims also entered into the transfer portal yesterday. Oh. Um yeah so the, so that kind of sucks for them but I, you know who knows maybe uh maybe Fritz can get in there and turn the program around and get them back to competing for ACC championships and competing for uh with Georgia for the uh, state title every single year. UGA did a great job of spreading the love around in the backfield. Kenny McIntosh 12 carries 86 yards. Edwards 8 carries 57 yards. Milton 4 carries 57 yards and Robinson 6 carries 26 yards. That's great distribution for you know, I don't I don't want to say the best backfield in all of college football because I haven't watched all whatever it is 126 teams 32. But I would argue that they have the most balanced backfield inside the top 10 right now in college football.
1: Yes. If you yeah, yeah, that would be that would be
0: accurate for sure. Yeah. You know, out, outside of that I don't want to say but I think Georgia has a nice balance in the backfield. And, dude, how big of an advantage is it for Georgia to have that, that they can run in two or three fresh pair of legs in the third and fourth quarter who haven't had to carry yet and really don't have a drop-off?
1: This is, this is what Kirby Smart is doing in recruiting right now, man. And they are continuing to do great, great things um, in the recruiting aspect. And you've got four-star or five-star running backs that can, you can just throw out there and just say, here you go. It yeah. kind of reminds me of um, Ohio State's wide receiver core. You know what I mean? Where you could just say, you know what? I've got another one. Here you go. <laughs> throw this Nothing.
0: this I look at a pile of crap on the floor, and that's what it reminds me of. When, and whenever we reference Ohio State, That was. I, I'm not going to talk about it because I will go on a three-hour rant of how poorly Ryan Day has done with that program up there. Um but, I mean, UGA, you know, not that UGA beating Georgia Tech proves that they're the best team in the country, but week in and week out, we see why UGA is the best team in the country and why Georgia should be the betting favorites to repeat in the national championship. Wow. Have you seen a single team this year that that can beat them? Yeah. I know I know, one game, anything can happen, whatever. But have you, you know, on paper, have you seen anything that – has shown you that UGA is not the best team in the nation this year again?
1: No, and the and I think in the AP top ten, I think the top four was you know Georgia, Michigan, TCU, and USC. I think um, if that's the case, no,
0: no, um, I don't. Yeah,
1: to it, be another cakewalk for Georgia to to win another Natty.
0: I think Michigan Georgia this year would be a bit more fun than it was last year. I think I think Michigan has. The dogs to hang with Georgia. Uh, but I would still take if Georgia was a 13 and a half point favorite against Michigan, I would still take Georgia. Like, you know, um, and Stetson continues to put up numbers that should earn him an invite to New York. He's not going to win the Heisman Trophy, and he shouldn't, but he should get invited. Uh, 10 for 18, 140 yards, two tuds. Uh, he hasn't lost a regular season game in the, past two, <clears throat> in the past two years. He deserves to be in New York for the Heisman Trophy ceremony. Like, He's not going to win it, but he deserves to be there. Yeah, for sure. And UGA's defense continues to be the best in the country, giving up its fourth game all season where the opposition has scored two tuds on them. Georgia's defense hasn't given up more than two touchdowns in one game to any opponent this year. Good Lord. (laughs) I mean, that's absurd. That is absolutely absurd. UGA down, Georgia Tech 37-14 remains the best team in the country.
1: No doubt. Uh... Falcons fall to the commies yesterday, 19 to 13. Um, It was
0: awful. If you're a Falcons fan, how odd do you want to punch Arthur Smith in the nose this morning?
1: It's not just Arthur Smith, man. I want to punch a lot of people in the nose. Uh, The defense did their job. And that's that's what you can. When you can hold an NFL team under 20 points, you're happy. You know, I, I would think I would think you should be. Um the offense just continues to completely underwhelm, and that's part of why you brought Arthur Smith in. Um I don't know, man. Like we're just it's it's awful.
0: It's yeah, it awful. The offense is terrible.
1: Yeah, I don't
0: know. I mean the fact that they had first and goal on the two yard line with under a minute to go in the game, and the first play was a quarterback option and the second play was a pass. Like, you have a backfield that is rushed for 167 yards. I mean, Algier and Patterson had 106 yards on 22 carries. You're a running team. You have it first and goal at the two-yard line, and if you punch it in, you take the lead, and you run a quarterback option and a pass play. This this is a, <clears throat> This is a prime example of a coach out-coaching himself. Like, don't get cute. You need two yards to to go ahead in the game and probably take the win. And if you'd have won that game, you would have been we waking up on Monday morning as the leader in the NFC South. Like, I, I, what are you doing, Arthur Smith? I that is the that was the single dumbest, most moronic play I saw all Sunday. It was yeah. it was stupid. And Arthur Smith should get absolutely obliterated for that play call. It was horrible. It was horrendous. It was moronic. It was stupid. It was a fireable offense because of how dumb that was.
1: Yeah, and the great thing about that is, man, you know, not the great thing, but the thing about it was the entire fourth quarter, it just seemed like the Falcons needed the stop. And when the Falcons needed the stop, they were able to get one. And it got a stop. And then they, the offense, sucks and then like i was listening to a lot of it because i mean you know i saw you yesterday and and i went to my mom's and in a couple of different so i never got to watch the game so i'm sitting there listening to it you know and hearing west west durham call the game which is anytime you get a chance to listen to west durham call a football game you're in good shape
0: west do yeah um (laughs) he
1: they they said multiple times in the fourth quarter, this is the biggest thing for biggest uh, series for the Atlanta defense, and they put them three and out. And you're like, okay, I see you, I see you defense. And then the offense just sucks. I mean, there's it's no way awful.
0: Yeah, I mean the defense got a couple timely turnovers. It, it was it was miserable, man. Drake London two receptions for 29 yards. What the hell? Like what the hell, man? What are we doing? what are we doing I I don't I don't
1: know this, Marcus this team gets to be awful he,
0: he's awful he's terrible he was 15 for 25 174 yards a tut, in a game losing inT it was it was it was a bad game but the way it ended that that is squarely on Arthur Smith's shoulders I know Mario threw the game losing interception but that play call was, should have yeah. never been played I that I mean that's stupid yeah i
1: agree and and it was a it was a tipped interception but at the same time you're right the play call should have never been called it should have been a running play there should have figure out a way to scheme up a run to where you know Algier gets in or
0: patterson gets in just anybody (laughs) oh yeah run it run the ball run the ball please run the ball yeah it's frustrating man uh, luckily, it uh, it got more frustrating over the weekend for Atlanta fans. Hawks dropped two in a row. First one, they dropped to the Rockets, who have had four wins on the season. Uh, and the second one, they dropped to the Heat, who have won two games all season on the road. Uh, not a great weekend if you're an Atlanta professional sports fan. Yeah. No. Hawks fall to the Rockets, 128-122. to 122. Trey has 44 points and five assists. Murray, 39 points, three assists, three rebounds and two steals listen folks when your two stars combine for over 80 points there's no reason why you shouldn't win that game zero zero reason thousand <laughs> percent yeah uh, the rest of the team shot 12 for 30 from the field with 45 points in a combined 167 minutes 83
1: points eight assists three rebounds and two steals
0: yeah and we I'll didn't win
1: that. i'll take that yeah. all
0: day yeah, I guess you gotta you gotta highlight the uh, the positives, but uh, it was frustrating. It's a very very frustrating game, man. Uh, we we lost mainly because Capella was out. Uh, the Rockets absolutely dominated the paint. They out-rebounded us fifty nine to twenty eight and beat us fifty four to thirty eight with points in the <clears throat> points in the paint. I don't know what the second chance points were for this game, but it was close to a thousand. I'm pretty sure. They. Uh, <laughs> They only scored 128 points in the game, but I'm pretty sure they had close to a thousand second chance points. It was uh, we got dominated inside the paint. I, you know, that that's the reason Trey and Murray had so many points is because, w- w- you know, we couldn't do anything in the paint, so we had to start shooting from outside. So, that you know, it's it's this Hawks team is so frustrating, man. It, it's one step forward and two steps back. It's so aggravating
1: speaking of that second setback we lost to the heat at home yesterday 106 to 98 price we led three of the four quarters
0: yeah we did we did that, once again we had a double digit lead blew it
1: crazy like we led three of the four quarters and we could not finish the fourth
0: nope
1: trey young 22 points 14 assists on sunday murray 13 and five rebounds on and then JC had a really good game. Twenty-three points, fourteen rebounds. That's that's what you want to see from JC.
0: Well, when you pay him sixty-five million dollars a year, yeah, that's you know it's sort of what you want. I mean, it's it's the third quarter. It seems like every single game we lose, it is because the third quarter. We come out of halftime flat. We outscored thirty-four to twenty-one in the third quarter. We mustered seventeen points in the fourth quarter. We still had a lead.
1: That's yeah. the thing. Like, we went into the fourth quarter with a lead. We went, we led after the first, second, and third quarters. And even after getting our butts handed to us in the third, we still had a lead.
0: It's just, oh, God, it's frustrating. I don't remember what our highest lead was yesterday, but it was, I know it was double digits. I know it was at least him. It might have run up higher than that, but. Yeah, I mean it's terrible. The, the The bench went cold yesterday once again. Six for eighteen shooting with sixteen points in forty seven minutes. It's, it's, dude, this team is so frustrating because every single night it's something else that goes wrong and causes us to lose. It's not like one thing constantly, really. It's, it's it's oh rebounding's terrible. Oh Trey can't shoot it tonight. Oh the bench can't make a point. It's it's so frustrating to watch this team because night in and night out it's just something different that causes us to lose. I, I, It makes me want to bang my head up against the wall
1: outside of the high school sports on Friday night. This entire weekend was just absolutely frustrating for for you and I.
0: It was it was it was the worst sporting weekend I have had in a very, very long time. I don't want to say it's the worst I've ever had in my entire life because I'm sure there's been worse ones, but it has been the worst. It was the worst sporting weekend I've had in. I I don't know. I can't tell you the last time a very long time recent memory. Uh, let's
1: get to the Marine South scoreboard, shall we? Bryce,
0: yeah. It. Sorry, right. I had a, I had to mute myself. I was coughing away from <laughs> coughing away from Mike. Yes.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, on Friday night, Bowden beats Early County thirty-six to twenty-six. Bryce, when I tell you that this Bowden team went down nineteen to nothing, the second quarter still fought back and won this game, and this team is. Dangerous,
0: That's amazing.
1: Dangerous. And it was great to see you in and, play and Harden said it. You never really felt like Bowden was out of it. When they went down 19, nothing and they had blocked two extra points along with that, by the way, early <laughs> County had or Bowden had Bowden had gotcha. Okay. Bowden had blocked two of the, the three extra points um, to keep, you know, themselves in. And then when Bowden out and went down and had basically a game saving uh, drive in the end of the second quarter that they finally were able to punch one in late in the second quarter just to make it 19 to 7 going in the half at that point you knew something was coming you right. knew okay, 19 to 7 now now they've got it back it, let's, let's see what they've got going then they come out and <laughs> fumble the ball in the first drive Of the second half and you're like crap man like nothing's going right right now but then they force a fumble for them and from then on from that that fumble on it was over bowden took care of business they started driving they they basically just dominated from that moment on and it was awesome to see in the second half just how much you know was done. It was a. It was a. What. What is that? A twenty-three to seven, uh, victory in the second half for yeah. Bowden. I mean, great. It was yeah. great.
0: And I told you that yesterday when we were talking about it. I said Bowden's done a better job all season than any team I've watched of making adjustments at halftime. Um, you know, even <clears throat> even VR if they're really leading,
1: very good. VR was really good at making second half adjustments, but you're right. Bowden Bowden has done wonders.
0: Yeah, I mean, e- even if they're leading twenty-one to seven going into halftime or something like that, they'll make small adjustments at halftime, and they'll make it a forty-two to seven game before the third quarter's over. Uh, Bowden's the best team I've seen all year with halftime adjustments.
1: Bowden will face Lincoln County on Friday in Bowden, so that'll be a fun, fun game.
0: Better be packed it'll... out. Better be standing room only. Oh, an it'll... hour
1: before the game starts, it will be man. There's I, nothing I else to do no this doubt. weekend. Uh, Carrollton beats Walton 52 to 27 this game was close early uh and then Carrollton talk about a second half adjustment man Carrollton took care of business and just pff, it was over
0: over and and I'll continue to say Bryce Hicks is still the most underappreciated football player in the entire state of Georgia yeah he yeah. The, the the reason this happened is because of Bryce Hicks. I know Juju is very good, very talented. Hey, you are yes, able to watch receivers. Part. Yeah, yeah, I, I watched this game. Bryce Hicks is the reason this game was this way. He is the most underappreciated and under-recruited football player in the entire state of Georgia.
1: I think Caleb Bodum had four or five catches for like 150 yards and like two touchdowns or three touchdowns.
0: <laughs> One of them was an absolute joke of a catch. Uh, Juju is like... Scrambling to the sideline and just like chucked it underhand. And I'm like, "What is it?" And Odom's there, wide open. And I'm like, "Oh, that's what he's doing." Okay.
1: <laughs> but uh, Carrollton will head down to Colquitt County and face the Fighting Sean Calhouns um, next oh, Friday. That'll pretty, be. I uh,
0: think they know who that is, don't they? Pretty familiar with that guy. Yeah. Oh, look there. Yeah. Life is cyclical. <laughs> yeah.
1: Not really happy about it, but. okay. I I hope I hope Carrollton beats the ever little crap out of Sean Calhoun and Colquitt
0: yeah and then they go on win a state title that's what I hope Uh, two state titles in West Georgia let's do that
1: let's do it Uh, girls basketball uh, Saturday Carrollton beats Banneker 66 to 40 and then in college basketball on Saturday uh, the men beat Union 71 to 64 the ladies beat or lost to Union 79 to 49 and that's your uh, Marine South scoreboard. On the Stumpet Games and Events calendar, Bremen will face Piedmont tonight, girls at 630, boys at 8. And that is your Stumpet Games and Events calendar.
0: Billy, you ready for another cup of coffee, man?
1: Bro, I am ready for a cup of coffee. I'm struggling this morning.
0: Let's do it. Another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strawn with Robert Goolsby Group. The Raiders' Josh Jacobs capped off a 300-yard gain yesterday with a walk-off touchdown in overtime did you get to watch any of that raiders game
1: no i didn't i didn't get unfortunately i did not get to watch any of the nfl yesterday
0: that sucks yeah that's what sundays are for yeah well i
1: I was a little busy
0: yeah that To hell with that uh josh jacobs had 229 yards rushing with two tuds and 74 yards receiving with six receptions wasn't he a part of your parlay Indeed, he was. A parlay that was ruined because the Atlanta Falcons offense absolutely sucks. But I won both of my spreads in the late game, so uh, that made up for it. There you go. Um, Yeah, yeah. But Josh Jacobs, yeah, had an absolute monster game yesterday for the Raiders. Number 18, Alabama, hands number one, North Carolina. Their second loss in four overtimes yesterday uh, in college basketball. I know we probably don't have a lot of college basketball fans and uh, not really anybody pays attention to college basketball. It's
1: it's early, but still.
0: That's bingo right there. Yeah.
1: Uh, Um, When the number one team loses their second loss in in their season already and one of them ends in four overtimes, yeah, you take notice. I mean,
0: Bama has some absolute monsters on that team. Their their point guard played like almost 60 minutes of the game. He had 24 points and played almost the entire game. It was insane. Um, One of the most exciting games I've seen all year. 103 to 101, Bama wins. It was great. Odell Beckham Jr. was taken off a plane yesterday after health concerns. Uh, He initially refused to get off the plane. They had to deboard the plane, call security, get security in there to bring him off. They said he was lethargic and like falling asleep, and they didn't want to take off in case it was a medical emergency while they were flying i believe it was a plane from orlando to or excuse me miami to la i think yeah um so yeah they uh, they had to deboard the plane and everything because odell beckham jr you know didn't didn't manage his uh, his vitamins he took before the plane just what are you doing obj what well are you doing? i think I think he did this to solidify him as a cowboy. Like that is um, that's that's very <laughs> Dallas Cowboy behavior from a wide receiver. I think that solidifies him, uh, Billy. And also to top off another terrible sporting weekend for you and I as Buckeye fans, Wisconsin brings in Cincinnati's Luke Fickle as their new head coach.
1: Yeah, Wisconsin gets better instantly, in my opinion, because they're bringing in a winner and fickle um you know nebraska's getting better too they're bringing in Matt rule um that's going to be fun too so uh the big 10 west is going to get a little bit better well it better get a lot better because yeah. the big 10 west sucks right now yeah purdue yeah. is the new so, won the big 10 West this year yeah that's saying so
0: now ohio state probably has the third best head coach in the big 10 now so congratulations to them on a massive swing and miss on a head coach that is not from Ohio. That should have been sort of the first thing you look at. When right, right we're moving a
1: on. Because uh, like, you said three hours.
0: Yeah, I hate Ryan Day. Uh, <laughs> and today in 1981, Bear Bryant wins his 315th game to out distance. Almos Alonzo Stagg becomes the uh, winningest coach in college football history.
1: And probably will be go down as the second best coach in Alabama history.
0: I think I think you could argue that he's the second best coach in all of college football. I would think. Yeah. You'd have to go back and look at some older ones, but uh, Nick Saban is the absolute undisputed goat. There's no argument there. He's, he's the greatest of all time. And uh, I think Bear. I think Bear might be second all time. I don't know. There's probably four a few candidates that I'm forgetting, but uh, but yeah, Bear Bryant, 315th win today in 1981. Bill, you got anything else to add today, man?
1: Nah, man, we're good here.
0: Awesome. Let's get out of here on a Monday. Start your week off right, and we will see you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors. Just shake them. Shake your neighbors.